we rolling? We started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, 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 this is not reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. Yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm not This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when a motherfucker got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. <laughs> Episode 180, 180 episodes. Magic Mike. Shout out to Sound Guy Mike on the boards. What up, what up, world? You say one, you say 180, that means a whole lot. Yep. A hell of a whole lot. That's a lot of dedication and a lot of... Uh, just a lot of going through everything. Yeah. We didn't been through a whole bunch of shit here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, without a doubt, we 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 20 episodes away from, we 20 weeks away from 200. Correct. And we still moving up. Yeah. We, the first the first 20 episodes was what? In that little small room over there? The yeah. Sound yeah. Small Sonic room. Palace. We was drunk every fucking episode. And then we started eating and then we started doing... <laughs> Fucking Netflix and chill and yeah. getting different guests in. Yeah. And he had a room full of eight eight women one time. God damn. And it it became a therapy session for us. Yeah. You know, and, and it's 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 still as such. Yeah. And we, we steady growing. We we in a bigger studio now. We we everything is expanding. We need more numbers. We need our numbers up. Yes. We 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 met some interesting people through online. We yeah. met uh, Annika. She started us a fan page. Shout out, shout out to Cheap Delicious. Uh, we met uh, AKA uh, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. Florida. We might need to see you <laughs> Friday. It's gonna be thirty below. Friday morning. Get the fuck out. 30 below? 30 below. Are you exaggerating? Is the forecast for Friday morning with the wind chill. 30 below. We talking about spitting on the ground and it might freeze before it hit the ground. God damn. Yeah. And I just seen on the news the other day the coldest day in Chicago history was January 21st, 1985. It was 45 below zero with the wind chill factor. And I remember very well because we went to school that day. So that just goes that's to show crazy. you. I was like a month old. Yeah. That's something, ain't it? So that's that's just goes to show you like when they say we got we grind it out here in Chicago, we grind it out. We we come from a different era. Of, you ever thought damn. about you ever thought about moving? Yes. I wanna move. You do? To a warmer climate. Okay. Year round. Uh it's too much preparation just to go outside the fucking door. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying. Pop you got, it. You got to put uh, your long johns on, uh-huh. six pairs of socks, right. three on each foot, uh, <laughs> shit, uh, eight gallons of Vaseline on your face. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, Vaseline, Vaseline, not gasoline, but Vaseline. Right. You got to be shining. Your face got to be shining to May. Trying to get that shit off of your face, man. I mean, when you see somebody ask you, you can't complain about it because it, it's cold as shit. Let like, me ask you something. This that cold weather where dope dealers used to go get their car washed. And I got this from a real dope dealer. He used to get his car washed down there like every day. What'd he say? So when he used to be super cold, uh-huh. he'll get his car washed on purpose. 
So it, it just looks like it's in a commercial while <laughs> he going down the street because he'll be the only one shining. Wow. Yeah. And it, he's he's such a this nigga. He got some cold ass shit. That's yeah, and, and and it shows different because it's a black car and he got he got the chrome rims, and it's so cold. Like only thing you you see everybody else car with the snow, uh, dried up snow on it from it's snowed a few days before or whatever, and this nigga riding around, beating his music with a pelly jacket on or a mink, destroying the neighborhood. Now that now that you brought it up, has rim culture, um. Declined in Chicago. Uh, you don't see it as much. The sounds is not as as much. You don't see no sounds at all. Well, I don't not, hear no sounds. The rims, I don't see rims like that anymore whatsoever. Well, now all the drug dealers is drug is, is junkies. They sell. I was, just, I was finna say it's, <laughs> that's a good way to get pulled over having yeah. all that shit. Yeah, that is a good way to get pulled over. But now the the, the drug dealers are junkies they sell. But okay, they spend a majority of their money getting high after they sell their drugs. Okay, but okay, but if you go in other cities, whether you got car clubs or car, whether it's car culture, still like in the Floridas, in the Texas, and in the uh, the, the warm, Bamas, the warm climate states, the warm climate states, Bamas or the Sippies and everything, the rim culture is still. Um, the prevalent, yeah. the candy paint is still prevalent, or you know, the the body paint is still prevalent. Um, but but in need- uh, Chicago, in 2019, and I'm, and I'm talking about a span of Sound Guy and Magic. I'm talking about a span of let's just say the last ten years. There's been a decline in car culture as far as like having that much care about your car, putting rims. Now, have do I see something even on the West Side? You know, the West Side niggas usually would put uh, the blades or put the rims on the vans and shit. West Side niggas don't drive vans no more. Not, not, well, well, you know, like like he just said, it's the police. The police know, like, the minivans and the mm-hmm. certain cars. Those are the, those are the, the, uh, the street guys. So we got to pull them over. But the minivans is, is the is the, uh, the, the st- most stolen Vehicle ever because they finna go do drive-bys and then and, and uh um, open the door on the side and all that shit. Yeah. Right, but I mean, I'm talking about like the big vans, the, the yeah, what the beds and then and shit like that. Right. You don't do you see that still? The van I mean, club, motherfuckers. Yeah, the, with the, the carpet car, on the wall. I mean, like the car culture is still here. <laughs> car clubs are still here. In the summer, uh, in Humble Park, you know what I'm saying. That's when that's when they all come out. That's when you see them. They be right over there at the park too, you, you right gotta, by the lagoon. And the Latin delegation, they still doing it, or or the. Or well, the... I mean, it, right there, yeah, yeah, right there on. So they like, still the uh, car. So you saying you still see rims? I see a lot over there. Yeah, rims, bikes, man, fucking beach cruisers and shit, everything over there. Jamal, man, some they be decking the beach cruisers out, man. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta look at your age now too. Okay, you moving in a different cycle now. Yeah, you know, you you moving in a grown man's age. You know, you're not really, you know, we've been there, done that. But, I mean, even well, with the we kids. We the old schools now. Even we, with we the get ki- the old school cars now. But even with the kids, though. Okay, I, but the old school car, what about them? What about them? That's, that, that's, that's mainly where everybody's trying to get the old school now. Really? Yeah, the old schools is like, you know, the, the fix up the Chevys and, you know, maybe what, the drop what, Okay, top. Give, me, give me a year Chevelle. of the old school. The, 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 70, the 75 Chevy Caprice Classic, the drop top. Okay. You know, they're they going to fix that up. And put the, the the rims on it, those rims to make it look nice. An Impala. You know, yeah, that's what that's what our age group is doing. And a few younger guys, the uh, Chevelles, like he said, the Novas, 
know, different different guys have different cars that they make three and four year projects, depending on how their money is running. But then again, the young guys, like I told you, they dope fiends. Gotcha. They hustling to get high because they do, they. It it depends on the rappers. You know, we was into it because of the rappers was doing it. Right. You know, you you got a, a EPMD sitting on a blazer and an IROC on their album cover. Right. That was our influence. Right. Now they got Lil Wayne talking about Sip and Surf. You know, he the codeine. You know, they don't have that. You know, they they cool getting high and walking around with their pants hanging off their ass and begging for money in front of McDonald's or whatever, selling loose squares, trying to get high Man, again. You know, right there at the fucking uh, at the menu, the yeah. drive through menu. Yeah. Really? <laughs> or sometimes when you come around the corner, yeah. bam, they right, right there. Hey. Young, yeah. young, young kids? They don't have no pride. Young guys? Nah. I, I, I honestly, I can't tell how what age they is because they, they, is, they look all like dope fiends. Niggas you know? begging. Back to, back to the people we've met that we haven't met, the Jessica Star Wrights. Yeah. Uh, like I never met uh, Big Squeezo, 7 member new edition. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, Big I'm Nate, at, you got a baby on the way. We 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 met him. Big Nate got a baby on the way, right? Yeah, Maurice Nate Willis. He's got a yeah. baby on. Hand claps today. Yeah, congratulations. Squeezo. Stay the course, man. What, what, Being a father is not the easiest thing in the world. It ain't. Squeezo, I, I met uh, uh, years ago down down in uh, Atlanta um, through a, fr- a, a mutual friend of ours named Tarani. But... Um, yeah, Big Squeezo, uh, Brian Turner, Ron Bacardi. Uh, uh, you know Ron Bacardi already. Yeah. Um, former guest on the show. Super, super supporters. You Shout know out I mean? to Eric Irvin, Big E. Not uh, fans, you all su- support us constantly. Uh, Ernest Lyles, cousin. Coach, Coach Moses. Yeah. yeah. Coaching uh, over there at Fenwick right now. Probably did the more more guest appearances than anybody, huh? Yeah. 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 Shout out to LaKenna Jinx. Yeah. Shout out to um, Ab One. Shout out to Pac-Man Prov. Um, All every- of the <laughs> guests we've had on here. Everybody that's ch- that chimes in and still leaves a comment on Twitter yeah. um, about things that they heard and said and stuff like that. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, uh Triple F's showed you uh, yesterday what, what what it was about on Tuesday. Oh my God! <laughs> Triple F's is not here today, so. Oh my God! She's uh, uh she said Recuper- it was too cold for outside. For Recuperating her. from Tuesday. Bombs, right? <laughs> Nipple still hard. Pop <laughs> <laughs> One of the sweetest ladies ever until she's drunk. She yeah, was, my God! Last she, week woo. she was. Woo. Thank you, uh, Everyday Ignorance, for giving us that ignorant juice and had her ignorant as she could get. Yeah, very <laughs> much. She's over-talking, loud-mouth, overbearing, everything. Burping. Just being her- herself. Popping. <laughs> <laughs> being her natural motherfucking self. We appreciate y'all, man. We just had a, a nostalgia moment, man, going back 180, 179 shows, man, and we're going to keep bringing it, man, until we really pop, and we're going to keep it going, you yeah. know? We don't get out of our, our characters, get out of ourselves. You see, we had uh, we did a show one, one day without Jamal, and it uh, went slow as molasses coming out of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, just a, it was just some shit that we couldn't get off the way we wanted to. 
So we we wait when when Jamal is not here, we not doing it because. Big Nate set in that day, didn't he? Yeah. Nate set in. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that one. <laughs> and he 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 talked slow. We we appreciate Brittany for her uh contributions when she was a co host. Uh Dutch for making the the track that we open up to every week. Shout out to Sour Dutch. His his <laughs> his contributions, his birthday's on the way. Shout February. Out to, shout out to uh Rob Smith, Coach Simeon. Yeah, my man. Mike, Mike Love. Uh, yeah. Great, great guest. He gave us a... Deuce for five, Fife and Deuce. Yeah. Yeah. Asa. Smiley. Smiley G, the most, still the most... <laughs> and you know that's one of Smiley lines, right? What? Listen to the podcast. Mike's giving the podcast so he can listen to the podcast. Still to this day. <laughs> so I think he get about 10 of those a month. Really? So he get 10 listeners and dudes come back in. And he's like, smile, I ain't know you did all that. Still to this day. Really? So that's like his conversation piece in the shop. And, uh, you know, it, it's things of that nature. Uh, the, all the engineers we had, uh, started out with Mercado. Then we went to uh, a man that was down in, down. Down in Central, yeah. Yeah, him. Now we got Sound Guy Mike. Hang Sound Guy Mike. Yeah. It's been a whole year now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a whole year. One whole year. Yeah, it's been a whole year. So we jelly, yeah. we jelly. It, it, it takes time. Nothing yeah. was, nothing was built in one damn day. It wasn't. Nothing. Um, give me a rewind. Only a bay was made in, in full pumps. Pop it. <laughs> that, that turns into bitch. You, you know I ain't want this baby. Magic Mike, <laughs> sound guy Mike. Um, Yo. Last week. The Van Dyke uh, trial happened. Oh man! man. Friday, um, the previous either the previous day before, the uh, the three officers that were with him were acquitted of. They were found now guilty, acquitted. They were acquitted of being on whatever they were on trial for, or what they were trying to obstruction and whatever else that they were charged with. Um, the following day, Van Dyke got sentenced. Um, we were hoping for 96 years. We got seven years, and we got, no, no, what you say? We got 81 months. 81 months. 81 months. Made say, national news. When they said it could be thoughts. six years and nine months, and it'll turn out to be, it'll be a 50%. So uh, a little over three years he'll have to do. If he even does that, you know what I mean? Who says he's in jail? Uh, no mugshot release yet. <laughs> you know we we don't know what they're doing with him. You know until one of the homies called from the joint and say, "Hey man, Van Dyke down here." So he's he's actually the first police officer in Chicago's history to ever go to jail for killing a black person. The first to okay. go to the penitentiary okay. to be sentenced to jail. Well, that, ain't that a slap on the wrist? Yeah, that's a, that's that's a big slap on the wrist because earlier in the week you had the young that's man slapping our face. The the young man that killed allegedly killed Hadia Pennington, sentenced to eighty four years in jail for uh, shooting in a crowd at her, and uh, he stood up and since he didn't throw himself on the mercy of the court, he uh, the judge had no mercy on him and gave him eighty four years. And they would, he gave him 51 years, 
Then he sent some to 16 years for something else, and then some more years for shooting a gun. But he has to serve all the time at 80%. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. We, 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 they testified all day, that whole day, of the Jason Van Dyke sentencing. Even one of the guys who got sentenced that day, he was – uh, he's a guy that comes in the, in the shop. His name is Jerry. He testified how Van Dyke roughed him up uh, over the traffic stop because his light wasn't on over his over his his uh, license plate. Uh, it was another guy as a referee. He said Van Dyke broke both his shoulder blades, and now he can't lift his arms up over his head. And he's uh, he said he took his life away from him. And this is live TV. And he called Van Dyke. He said, you motherfucker. <laughs> so you took my life away from me. And the city of Chicago sold out with him for $50,000. Uh, you know, the man doesn't even have his life. You know, he, he, his, his arms is never going to be used the same way as he was using them at first. So, you know, you got a lot of things going on in his life at the time right now. And people... I've never seen the barbershop that quiet and stunned. Like, it was a great, good 30 seconds of silence and disbelief when that man said, 81 months. And then somebody, you know, somebody just yelled us, I told y'all. And that started everybody's opinion. It was like <laughs> a bunch of geese flying over just cackling. What were the opinions? It was too much at first, but then everybody became a, a lawyer and everybody became a political activist. Everybody was, it was damn near like uh, early 90s rap. It was like Chuck D was arguing with uh, X-Clan and X-Clan was arguing with uh, Brand Nubian and Brand Nubian was arguing with the Tribe Claw Quest and it was just, for 15 minutes, niggas was on their shit. What was you doing? I was just like, I was stunned. Like, man, eighty-one months compared to eighty-four years. That was my first thoughts. I was, I was, I, I was in the popcorn shop. And I was looking uh, off because there's no TV in, in, in the shop. Um, so I'm looking online, going back and forth between Facebook and Twitter, Facebook and Twitter, Facebook and Twitter, and I saw your post said eighty-one months. I said, God damn, eighty-one months. As soon as you, as soon as you posted in that red, red and white, yeah. Um, 81 fucking months. I'm like, I had to do the calculations. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. 81 fucking months. That's all the, I said, and I told everybody in the shop, I said, the cracker only got 81 fucking months. Period. Yeah. 81 months. They, everybody was flabbergasted. His wife it got was, on the stand and cried, and his daughter wrote a letter talking about, uh, uh, she can't see her daddy and all this shit and, and and his wife talked about how he helped with the Obama you know thing or whatever whatever the fuck you know she threw the black thing in there of course but you know if, if you don't see the, the, the that thin line between black and white it'll be out your goddamn mind right now you know and and it's it's crazy because I'm I'm in a predicament now because my daughter's boyfriend is white you know and she's grown, he's grown, but now you know we you just in a, you know if this is who she loves, you know you got to look at it almost like if she was gay, mm. you know if this is who she loves, you got to accept it because this is your child, you know what I mean? Right. And she happy 
with this situation, and he's not degrading her or violating her or, or you know, abusing her. You gotta, you gotta accept this situation for what it is. You know what I mean? Like I told you before, I gotta. I think about this, this the fact that I might have to walk my daughter down the aisle to a white man and give him away, give her away. So, you think it's a phase? It, I know because uh, you know, they was together before, you know, and then they broke up and she started going with the black guy. The black guy got her four years in the penitentiary. So, now you're in this situation where. When she comes home, this guy contacts her, and, and you know, they get back together. Now they're together, you know. Okay. And and it's, you know, they're not staying together. But now she's saying like she doesn't, you know, she she wants to get her own place, and and move out on her own. She's ready, you know. She's adapted back. So I was like, you know, are you sure? Right. You know, she's working at Buffalo Wild Wings. She's interacting with the public every day, on a daily basis. I think the best thing about it is she's not in a big urban city, you know, city life where she get distracted so many ways. She's in a small town and it's in the suburbs. Okay. And how far from how far from the big city? Like twenty five minutes. Okay. Twenty minutes. Right. But the thing is, it's close near the community. So like we talk almost every day. Okay. So with that being said, it's like we got to really bond more in the last two years and since she's been out to be like, look, your decision making has to be on point. You got to go through about four different steps before you really make a decision because you got to you got to first think about yourself and your freedom because you got these papers that you still own. Then you got to think about who all is going to affect. Not just you, your family, you know, your grandmothers, your grandfather, your mother, your, your sisters. You got a niece now, you know what I mean, your little cousins. So you got to think about all this, you know. Right. And, and my, my bank account, you can't drain that no more. Ain't no more money. Pop it. Daddy ain't got the Chase account no more. He got a liquid card. Bombs. <laughs> fucked all that up. You fucked all that up the first time. You drained that motherfucker out. Hit it. So it's for real. You know, right. you, you got to keep it with him. You know, you're not yelling this at her. Stupid. You got to like. You got to go through your A. Your A plan uh, has to be your thought about is it worth it and whatever you're doing. If, if, if that's what sex. If you gonna fuck, don't fuck, bro. I told you don't have no baby till I'm 55. I'm not going to do shit for no baby till I get 55. Y'all have a baby before I get 55. So when you're 55, that's when you ready to be a grandfather? Maybe then. <laughs> maybe then. What do you mean maybe then? Ain't going to be no pawpaw and all that shit. Because I'm just not that person. I'm not. I'm the I'm the dude that didn't want no kids. At all? No. I want. I wanted to live. I, I'm a free person, man. I, I have freedom. It was... When I was young, man, I had freedom. I could so get away with so shit. So you, 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 you had the mindset of triple Fs then. Huh? The triple Fs, triple Fs didn't want no, does not want kids, nor does not want a husband. I, I get all that, but I, I like freedom. I like to go and come as I please. I've, I've been like that since I was younger. 
I'm like, saying that you, had, of, you yeah. had that mindset. No, but I don't. She she's very on it. Got you. Like man. she 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 got her spear and and ready to kill a motherfucker. He nothing her. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Put the spear in his head. Suck it back out, nigga. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> she got to get him fuck. Beat him in the head with them titties. <laughs> get that nut off my uterus, right? Get that shit out. Right? Triple F's a.k.a. Delcia. Shout out to Delcia. <laughs> Uh, I had to get back in my frame of mind after, yeah. after that third child. I was like, hey, 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 ain't no more what you want to do. So you're not ready to be a grandfather? Hey, hey, bitch. You're not ready, <laughs> I got you. you're not ready to be a grandfather till 55 years of age? Probably 55, yeah. And that's ready, you you ready to? If I hit the lotto, no. Not even then. Not even then? No. <laughs> not even then. If I hit the lotto, it's going to be some shit. She said that her, uh, he's already paid the ultimate price that he will never be a cop again. Ain't that some shit? And they got all them people up there that say Well, he can't be a security guard? Somebody's going to look out for him and give him a job. It's the authority. The authority that... Oh, I got a question. Can he be a cop? Like, can he never be a cop again in the United States? Or is it just the the state of Illinois? He ain't can't no, be a cop again. Ain't no telling, man. They, you know, they it's, it's their rules. They, they write them and they break them. And they fix him the way they want but to. If he went down to Texas, he could be a cop. He's not gonna be able to be a cop. You fuck around, go down there and be a, a, a head sheriff. <laughs> right, He'll probably be something like he had to go into the private sector. He couldn't go into a public sector at all. See how forgiving we are, though. We for, we too forgiving. George Zimmerman still alive. Yeah, walking around. Yep, threatening motherfuckers, selling pictures of Trayvon Martin, laid out on his autograph, laid out on the ground. He's selling drawings of Skittles in the Arizona tea autograph with a with a boy with a hood and a, and, a, and a shot. This is a drawing. And all them street niggas down there, all them Haitian ass street niggas down there throughout that whole fucking Florida south about? through the whole south because he was in Texas for a minute. All them niggas, all them niggas with gold teeth and gold mouths and all this other shit, driving that candy paint, driving that motherfucking rims and everything. All them street niggas down there, they're Bust that thuddy, as they say, on, on each other. Yeah. But when they see that motherfucker Zimmerman, nah. No. They let that motherfucker ride. Like they the not boy, doing nothing. Like the two boys, the black boys other day, two days ago, Orland Square Mall on the outskirts of Chicago. Which made a, national news. A suburb. A 19-year-old got shot in the chest by an 18-year-old. And they had an argument about a food court. And the 18-year-old who shot the 19-year-old told him, I didn't like you in high school. And they exchanged words, and he shot the boy in the chest and killed him. In a mall at 6.30 in the evening. Orleans Square Mall is one of the last malls here in the city of Chicago that's close to the south side, where you can actually go and enjoy your shopping like you used to do back when we were young at the plaza and things of that nature in Forest City. And this is something that you would think that would happen at Forest City. This is Orleans Square Mall. Wherever it's an Apple store in the mall, uh-huh. it's fluent money coming through there. Not just a Victoria's Secret and a paint. They have an Apple store in there. And the reason why I say that is because Apple does their homework 
and look at the demographics of all the money that could be made from that area. So you see the Apple stores is in Orland, Michigan Avenue, North Avenue. Those are the closest ones. North Avenue, they had to redo the whole L, L uh, stop in order for them to get that uh, get that get that store right there where it was at. Because you come off the L and you go right into the store and the Starbucks is right there. So these guys that went out there and shot somebody and killed them and it, with a gun. You know, I, I've been thinking about that for two days. They called this dude today because uh, he did it in the store. He did it in the mall. And they had all these surveillance cameras. And for two days, you know, he put up a $2,000 reward for his for, for him to be cash, captured. And they, it was, both of them was from Richmond Park. Right. You know? And and I was trying to think about what's going on. Why is this, the gun violence going way out there now? Then I thought about it, like, Man, they are uh, imitating what they see online from the from the kids as in the city, urban areas, and playing Fortnite twenty four seven. So they're desensitized I mean, to I, violence. As a side note, um, did you know that uh, uh, Netflix said that its biggest um, competitor is not the other streaming services or not HBO demand, you know, HBO streaming services or like Showtime and all them other ones. They said their biggest, um, their biggest competitor and who they're scared of the most is the Fortnite video game. Have you played this shit before? No. I am. My son was playing that when he was here all fucking day, man. I couldn't get into it, you know what I'm saying? But apparently... From what I could see and him playing all the whole time, you gotta buy V bucks and shit for this shit to fucking work, like to to be able to play. Um, but it's like you build shit, you shoot some shit, and you try to shoot some shit down, <laughs> and you build some shit, and other people try to shoot your shit down, and they try to shoot you at the same time. That's fucking pretty much it. I, it's so that's what they're saying is that is the biggest. Um, competitor to Netflix. Now, if you look on what's going on with Netflix, they've been talking about uh the thing that's been going on in in the in as far as with the black delegation, what they've been looking at lately. They've yeah. been looking at uh the Fry Festival movie. Um, check that movie out. It's about the Fry Fest, and then it was another thing about what Killer Mike has a, has a show that's out um called Trigger Warning. Ah, I wanted to see that. Okay, that's been the, the whole rem. But the thing about it is, like I said, like I'm saying, Magic Sound Guy, Netflix is the biggest. I mean, uh, Fortnite is the biggest competitor to, to Netflix. Now, Fortnite's been popping for, let's say, what about a year? Ever since Drake mentioned it or some shit like that. I have probably no, about I have no probably idea. about a year before that. Two years. But he he probably made it more popular as far as uh, with the rap people. But they 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 really knew what they was talking about and what they was doing. The whole time. Okay. Um like I've never played Fortnite. I don't know what it know what it's about. Like you said, it's about building community. Like I was on a cruise ship and this this white guy was telling me about um 
They be grown ass motherfuckers playing, and they there's pedophiles on that shit. A lot of fucking pedophiles. So man. they're saying he was saying this white guy was on there was saying he was telling me about it, this a similar game, um, where you build communities like that. He's from he was from Montreal. He's an older cat. Now his son was turned him on to the game. So it's about building communities, then defending the situation, or whatever. So I guess Fortnite incorporated the hip hop shit. To lure niggas in. Oh, the dancing and the emos. You got to pay for those. Okay. And, and, man, it's no less than, like, 20 bucks a month. I'm telling you that. To you play know. Fortnite. They're well, making no, a lot of they're making no, a lot money. No, it's not to play Fortnite, but, like, all these, like, dances and fucking skins and shit like that. Skins is, like, different characters. You know what I'm saying? That they uh-huh. play. And uh, Fortnite uses this thing called V-Bucks. You know, and so my son, he came up to me and he's like, Dad, can you buy me some, can you get me some V-Bucks? And I was like, what the fuck? What is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Right. And so then he showed me what it was. And so um, if you don't spend V-Bucks, you get these characters just, and in Fortnite, they call them defaults. And I guess in Fortnite, it's like really bad to just have a default character. And it's it's like a real kid game, you know what I'm saying? So it's like people's parents, like me, I, I bought my son V-Bucks so he could purchase whatever skin that he wanted just so he could play with these other fucking other, you know, other players and shit. Okay. But then all these new dances come out, uh, like that backpack kid dance, that was in there. Now Fortnite got sued for that. Right. Uh, the Carlton dance was in there. Right. Uh, he tried to sue them. You know what I'm saying for that shit, uh, but you got to pay for those with V bucks. You know what I'm gotcha. saying. Gotcha. Okay. So, so he could go back to the private sector. He could go go. He's going to go have probably have a job somewhere in the private sector doing something. Um, or honestly, what he probably might be able to do magic as sound guy. Like, get on a motherfucking roll, write books. Get on a motherfucking road, speaking engagements, and collect that coin from there. Sign knives, what like motherfucking Zimmerman signing Skittles. I wouldn't say he would. I wouldn't say he would go that far, but best believe. I, book, I never thought believe, Zimmerman was gonna go that far. Best believe a book deal, something out of the situation, he's gonna be able to profit somehow, some way, because he won't be back in the public sector. As as a police officer, but he will's gonna he is gonna find a way how to get money from the situation and talk about his ordeal. And it could be a movie come out, even though that one you know instance happened. A movie could become a movie could come out of this out of this situation. A movie should come out about the situation, but they shouldn't use his name. It should be a different character. Man, Trump gonna hire this boy somehow, some way, huh? And 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 it's probably it probably won't be as big as you know, like no, I ain't gonna tell him Trump dumbass. He might. Hey, make, did you did you did you Trump really, might make uh, a breaking news announcement as soon as he get out of jail? Did you really feel like a press conference? Those three, those other three officers should have got off. No, but you gotta understand it. It's it, like I said. It, it's it's the the blue code. Uh, they need to get down there. Like I told you, I talk to the police when they come into the shop and they tell you all, it's a white shirt to come in there and me like, man, I know why I got the job. I qualify for it. 
you know, as far as being this white shirt. But I know why they got me up front because I'm a leader and the guys respect me. Uh-huh. Those guys he talking about are the black guys. So his job is to really deal with the black guys. And then it's the white shirt that's a white guy officer, and he deals with the white guys. Okay. And then it's a white shirt that's a Hispanic, and he deals with the, with the Hispanics. Or, the you know, uh, the the other delegations, you okay. know. So it's always been a job for the Irishman, the police. It's right. always been a job for the for the Irishman. But as the Irishman went on and they started getting older, the nephews who couldn't graduate from high school, the Brother Rices, the St. Rita's, the, uh, you know, those schools, that's where their nephews got their jobs at. They became policemen and firemen. The bus driving jobs was left for us, you know. Like, you, if you notice, the firemen just started getting on in the last five to six years because they had a black firemen's alliance that sued right. and got them jobs because they took a test in 1995 and they passed, and they never did get back to nobody. So they fought all the way until, I think, 2010, 2011, and they finally got there just do. So if you pass the test... It's going to give you 12 years of, you're going to come in with 12 years of time if you want to do it, or they're going to give you back pay because you passed the test. They're going to give you the back pay. They're going to cut you a check for 12 years. And these meetings was at Operation Push. And there was one guy that kept pushing the issue. And then as, as, as he started getting more and more momentum, one black guy kept pushing the issue. He started getting more and more momentum. Then he, he got the attention of Jesse Jackson and them, and then they got a few people over there from Push. So they was if you pass the test, they started mailing out the letters to you. Right. And letting you know, hey, man, come over here. If you physically fit, we want you to, you know, if you if you got a job, you can come do it. If you don't, we understand, but we got a check for you. We want you to get this check. So it, it really your check depending on where you, if you got a 87 or better, they gave you the whole check for the 12-year pay. How much was that would have been? So it's like eighty eighty thousand or something like that. Because the fireman only works eighty one days out the year. Because uh-huh. he works one day and off two days. Okay. So they come in at like seventy five thousand, eighty thousand, something like that. So yeah, they they cut some checks, you know, and uh, it it it, it, was, it was a big thing, man, because firemen and policemen that was not that was a serviceman's job for the Irishman. Right. I only remember back in the days, like in the nineties. It was a fire station over there on 69th and Dante where they was uh, mocking black folks. Yeah. The, all the fire, it was at one of the firemen was about to retire. And uh, that's, that's, the, that's the firehouse where they sent all the kids that went to Mount Carmel, right up the street from there. Okay. So they was mocking all the, all the black people in the community. And Walter Jacobson broke that story. Somebody sent him a tape of them acting a fool like that. Right. You know? Mocking, you know, damn near. Just think of somebody cracking black jokes that's not in blackface, and that's what it was. Right. And so they got paid off of that. But uh, yeah, that that that, that fireman's job, that policeman's job, that's not for blacks, and they knew that for years. So they code against each other. They they code where they they stuck together. That was them all along. And they, they they wasn't about protecting no black police officers. They wasn't about 
about protecting no Hispanic police officers, no female police officers. Those guys, those old, when you see an old white guy now, somebody told me a long time ago, when you see an old white man, you should slap the shit out of him. Because he'd put some nigga on this planet through a lot of hell. Pop it! At uh, some point in time in his life, if he was younger or whatever, slap the shit out of him. If he's 97, trust me, that's all the more pain he need to put somebody through. You know what I mean? Just think about Martin Luther King would have been 90 on the 15th of this month. 90. And he died at 39. Look at all he accomplished. Now look at all them hunkies that was driving him insane through the through the what he was going through with it with his life. They kept they always started stop it off at the I have a dream instead of talking about what he was talking about the last two or three years of his life. Yeah. And 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 uh the what the speech he gave you know they 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 always say the last speech he gave, they always started with I didn't I didn't been to the mountaintop and yeah. he what they they don't tell the fact that he was down there for the sanitation workers who was getting a dollar seventy five a day in Memphis. They were garbage men and that was a day's pay for nine hours work. And they was on strike. And they wanted a raise. He was getting a dollar seventy five a day for one day's work. So could you imagine Busting your ass for nine hours and getting one seventy five, knowing that somebody else is getting way much more than you, because yeah. he's white. Yeah. He's getting probably ten dollars an hour, probably eight dollars an hour, doing the same job that you're doing. How are you gonna take care of your family? You, you coming home every day slamming that motherfucking door like James Evans Senior. The way James used to slam that door, good time he slammed the <laughs> shit out that door. <laughs> Mad than a motherfucker. Man, he was mad, and they, you know, they called Martin Luther King down there, man. And uh, he, he was, he was, a, he was in a different, he was in a different mind state and mind frame, man. And I watched. Uh, shout out to Cootie and uh, Chike. Turn it up, turn it up. Another shout to I me. Mean, another hand clap for them. They did a, they did a remarkable. Uh, Piece on Martin Luther King that showed on a BT on on a Monday. Okay, and it was it was it was very very enlightening. You know they had uh, Andrew Young, who was the mayor of uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, right, and uh, Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson is seventy five, and Andrew Young is eighty five. And uh, you know they 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 told the story about what Martin Luther King was right before up until the moment that he walked out there and was smoking a cigarette. What actually happened? And the reason why they was pointing, because they said the police was running over there to them to come upstairs, like one of them shot him. And they're like, no, he got shot over there. The shot came from over there. You know, and they was pointing. And uh, how they got the picture was, three doors down was the photographer who followed them everywhere they went. And it was actually a part of their team. So that's how they got that picture. And actually, Martin Luther King went outside to smoke a cigarette and check the weather to see if he needed a coat. You know? And they had been on him. You know, that that means they had been on him. The CIA and the feds, they had been on the man. Yeah. And and I, when you hear uh, Bobby Kennedy say, he was at a press conference and he said, uh, 
I got some 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 news to tell you right now, and it, is, it doesn't sit well with me. But the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was shot and killed tonight, and there was a lady who screamed so loud it puts that make your hair rise on the back of your neck right now. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean it, it. That lady screamed, and and I guess in in heartbreak, uh, disappointment. But it, but uh, in 1960, Martin Luther King was stabbed in the chest by a woman. She walked up to him in New York City. She asked him, she said, are you Martin Luther King? And he said, yeah. She stabbed him in the chest. And he said, he made this speech in 67. He said that it pierces, the tip of the knife was on his aorta, and it didn't pierce his heart. And, and uh, if he would have pierced our older, his heart would have drowned in his own blood, and he would have died. But they said if he would have, he said it, the doctor told him if he would have sneezed, he could have died. You know what I mean? So when you think about it, what the man was doing and what he survived and the way he talked and what he did, he was a prophet. You know, prophets prophesize on what's going what's going to happen, right? right? And he was a prophet. When he when 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 you hear him say all that about that speech he gave the night before, some say that he was given his own eulogy. Right. I've heard that a, a couple of, uh, over the years. I've heard that for like the last what 30, 40 years and everything. Yeah, and when I was talking about my, my, my thirty years. I mean, my mother years. and my aunt, and she said that's what my grandfather said. So that man just. Preacher's eulogy the night before with that speech. I didn't mention the mountaintop, yeah. Yeah, he said, I may not get that with you, but my eyes have seen the coming of the Lord. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you when you hear these things that this man was talking about, everybody don't talk like that so strong and so free. Right. You know, we, we could we could I I could say some of the most raunchiest shit in the world. Like I just said that about Delcia, you know. Yeah. Sucking it back out, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Pop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to think about somebody graduated from Morehouse. How old was he? 19? 39. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, 15 years old when he graduated. 16, yeah. 16, 16 when he graduated from Morehouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when people go, it's, it's going to be thousands of niggas down there in Atlanta this, in, in next weekend for the Super Bowl. Okay. Go over there to uh, the model of the King Center where where it's free. Give a donation. See the reason why you can travel the, the, the highways because of model of the King. Because they wouldn't let niggas travel on the highways freely like that. But model of the King marched for that. Right. From Selma, Alabama, all the way to Washington, D.C. Go When you go to uh, Memphis in May in, in Memphis, go over there to the Lorraine Hotel and, and to the, uh, the, the Black Museum. And see what all the work the man done. Why you able to drink beer and get you a hotel room next to white folks and fuck and do all the shit you want to do. Right. Because a, a man lost his life at 39 years old. But he fought. Now, who ready to do that for us? You know, that that, that ties into this Van Dyke trial. But that ties into uh, 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 Sandra Bland. Say my name. That yeah. ties into that. Yeah. That ties into justice for 
uh, Mike Brown. Justice for what's the other guy kid name? With the, with the Skittles, with the Zimmerman Trayvon. kid, Trayvon. That ties in all of them. That ties into the dude that got choked in New York, and his daughter died fighting for her father's dignity because he I, I can't breathe. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that ties into all that. We need somebody to speak up that we can rally behind. You know, uh, Meek Mill and Jay Z is doing their thing now. They did something today with justice reform. You know, reforming the justice system, and uh, we got to get behind that. Why do why why does um? Let me add, go ahead. Too bad Pac got shot. Yeah, they get, yeah. You know why? Because he was turning a corner into another thing. You know, when you when you talk when you hear the outlaws talk, they said he was actually about to apologize to come out and apologize to Biggie and make that shit right. He was just that close. To apologize, you know, he had told Suge that he wanted to see his money, and that's why the Don Machiavelli, that Machiavelli album was done. You know, things of that nature. Why does why do we, you know, why does the uh, um, why does the white delegation hold those police and? Uh, Police or or first responders in such high regard and high and high uh, in such high regard because they're there to protect them, not us. They're there to protect them from us, even if we're not doing anything. And we and they need somebody to look at as their heroes. I mean, we we, they, we look at each other as our heroes. We look at somebody who made it out of their situation as somebody that you could be like, you could strive to be like. You know, me and you were without fathers. But okay. So I respect what you did going to school, getting graduating, being a father, starting your own business. So I respect what you did. So you could be my hero. And you could get me we we pull each other up. So what they have is think about when we spray cops and rivals when we were shorties. Then too many people want to be the cop that day. Then too many people want to be uh they took Officer Friendly out of the school because it wasn't enough black cops. Okay, know? but let me let me ask you both this. I'm well, let me make this statement then. Um, remember you said something about the I can't breathe. Remember? Yeah. Remember when Rose wore that shirt? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? When Rose wore the shirt in in the pre grain warm ups and everything. Yeah. He didn't say a word about it, did he? No. To me, in my opinion, the tide turned. People turned against him. When he wore that shirt, yeah, but he, you know he was he was coming back off of the uh, the ACL tear and this and that. So you you think both, were both of those coupled in together? Other people start uh, other players start wearing the shirts as well. Then LeBron popped along with it. Then Melo. Then KG, you know. Then but a did, lot of the players did. Derrick Rose was the first one to wear. But did, he was the first one to wear. But he, did he lose? The fan base of the masses, especially the ones in Chicago, when he wore that shirt, and then that's when did they start turning on him because of the whole Aragona situation, which involved six and seven different police officers and everything like that. I just think they, we we wanted Derek to play, and we didn't understand where he was coming from, and talking about he was listening to his body, and you see where they got behind him after he scored the fifty points, right? 
You you see the way they, everybody's come back now. Yeah, you well, see some the, have, majority of majority have come back, or there's been a newfound respect. He didn't lose the Asians though. The Asians still fuck with him real hard. It, yeah, real hard. They still fuck they, with him hard because they know about sticking together. You know, very true. Yeah, they they know about sticking together. They know about his struggle. They they love his story more than we love his story, and we and you know. They accept it, but they. I think the, the the black delegation here in the city of Chicago. We was frustrated, you know. Not me, but people were frustrated. Like, man, this nigga ain't playing again tonight. I mean, man, this nigga he, hurt again. I mean, but I'm just talking about. And, and I'm talking about like the the non-black delegations. Like, you know, they really hold the the, the people in position, like the police officers and 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 five five people. They really hold them in high ranking regard, like you know. But the police ain't kicking them in the ass. Police ain't shooting them. But they shit. It's more police shootings in the white delegation than it is in niggas in, in our delegation because the thing about it, we just get media propagate. We get media propelled a lot. We, you know, it gets you don't hear you hear about some shit. It be like a it be it be something like a small blurb, like but one of them them, them uh like them ranchers or or. The militia motherfuckers with the book, they, 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 they're anti-police or the KKK. That's because they're shooting back. Half the time, we're not shooting back. Yeah, because another kid. You know what I'm saying? Another, a, a kid the, the other day on, in, uh, in, in Arizona got killed, shot in the back, running away, got killed by a police officer. When you go to traffic court, who you see in court? Niggas. That's it. So you mean to tell me. Hey, you, I, I, you're right. When I go to traffic court. The last couple of times I've been, um, it's been majority of blacks up in there. It's a, it's a, it's a Latinos in there also. You know who white be in the court? Who? Real live crackheads who be driving off crack and drunk as hell with a DUI and be hit about six or seven people. That's when they go to court. Yeah. They don't get pulled over for that. Remember when they pulled us over because they said your light was out over your fucking uh, license plate? Yeah. That was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. You know, it's it's just the fact that Oak Park police officer. It, it's just the fact that they they like to just play they pull they that look car. In the car first, huh? They look in the car first, or they'll run the plate and probably seeing your name. Yeah, yeah, but his name clear. Give me a rewind. It doesn't matter. His name's Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a rewind again. Um. Magic Mike, sound guy, Mike, Chris Brown. Your thoughts? Chris Brown has to have let the homies go. He was not found guilty. No, I but. I mean, he got let go. They let him go because there's holes in the story. And they probably couldn't, they knew it would, would get ate up in, a, you know, in their system. Okay. Their court system. All right. But you got to, you got to, what you got with you. You know? You got to. What was the whole story? Some chick said uh, he took her to the. To the room and violated her sexually without her permission, and uh, it was very violent and disrespectful or whatever. So they tried to put the case on, and uh, they kept him on in in, in in the police station all day yesterday, and then they let him go last night. So his first response was to go online and put a meme up that said. That bitch lying. <laughs> Pop it! Bombs! He said, this bitch lying. So, but what, what is he to do when, when everybody jumped to conclusion and says, 
it's the it's the people it's the people that's around him. Or um he shouldn't have known better. Eve went on on on, on that TV show with, with the rest of them five other bras with, with Cheryl Underwood and the bra from uh 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 Sounds like you're talking about the view for some reason. Not the view, but it's, the a, talk. it's another the talk. The talk. It's a this is similar I can't show. Tell the difference between right. That shit. It's, it's, it's it come on at one o'clock. So he went in and, and talked about you know him having responsibility, him doing this and everything, and so he should know better and got to stop doing this and everything like that. Everybody on Facebook chimed in. I didn't say a word. I didn't post nothing. I didn't say a word until the facts were known. We're so quick to jump to fucking conclusions about shit. You know what to stop that shit? What? They start locking the bitches up who line. Bombs! We're so quick to jump to conclusions and say that, that he was guilty of rape. Now... Now he said he gonna sue her for defamation of character, and I don't blame him. He, he should. He should. No, Come just on. lock her ass up. Get that bitch nine months. Get that bitch give nine her longer months. than that. Give her a year. Yeah, at least. But you know, just just for trying to pull him down. But you know, this basically this Chris like every year and a half, right? Remember the white girl that was over there yeah, at his house? Okay, and he, I, and he was like on live, like I don't know what the fuck going on. I don't even know what the fuck they all these people here. The helicopters and shit. What's going on? I agree with now. I agree with your 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 initial assessment of saying you got to watch who you with, who you have around with stuff like that. But he said he had his girlfriend with him. Yeah, I'm quite sure there were other women that were with him and everything like that. Um, I'm quite sure there were other women that were that were there. He can have any. Shot of ass anywhere he goes, no matter what. You understand what I'm saying? Man. No matter where, he can have a shot of ass. Um, period. Waiting for him. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias. Mercado. Wait, wait. Hold on a second. I was talking about the, the not the business. Yeah, he, got, he got you, man. He got you. I don't want that. No, I don't want that. No <laughs> beer. Give, 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 give that to me. Cool. <laughs> Mike, get that to me. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. One more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we need a haircut in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Some of them back. I mean, uh, Jamal over here. Yeah, you but, know I'm gonna need a haircut. You know that. But listen, I'll take his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a small shot. Just a small shot. Not, not a lot. Yeah, this is this this is a small one. Matt McCardo, Sonic Palace Studio. Chicago. Nineteen hundred North Austin. Back back to uh Chris Brown. Yeah. Chris Brown Cheers. Has to learn. Cheers. You have to learn. Uh he should have learned by now. You gotta get your better team. You gotta get somebody around you that you, you really respect. So you so you so you can stay out of uh you can stay out of those situations. Cause it was, you get tired, man. Man, do you know I really had to check myself when I got tired of getting suspended in school, when I got tired of being the first one to get called for anything. When did it when did the checking happen? When did the self check happen? What year? How old were you? Period. 
What was the defining moment? Storts. Hold on. Just for, even just for more thematic controversy. What was the defining moment when you guys said, I have to do a self-check? Uh, probably when I met my high school sweetheart. How, and, old, and, and, how old were you? I was 17. Okay. And uh, she didn't know. She just knew me in passing. She didn't know I was keeping up half the shit around the school until we got together. And then one day we was talking, and she was like, they said you do this. They said you did that. So I was just like, yeah, I'll be doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got every food fight cracking in the school. Yeah, that's me. God damn it. She was like, I don't want to be with nobody like that. She was, then it, it, it got serious. I was like, what you mean? I was like, it ain't never a food fight. And she fucked me up. She was like, you see any food here to eat? You see my little brothers and sisters? We go to school to eat. I was like, damn. <laughs> we throwing food. <laughs> and so it, 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 it started me to thinking in another way, like the next person. So then she was like, why are you gonna keep getting suspended from school? You're a senior. Don't you wanna graduate? Don't you wanna go on prom? I wanna go on prom with you. My eyes buck like that, huh? <laughs> you weren't going on prom. Then two days later we fucked. I was like, you going on prom. Bombs! <laughs> you know, okay, wait, 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 wait. So then wait, she- no, wait, no, wait, 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 context now. Context. Uh-huh. You realize most wars are created by what? Females. Pussy. Pussy. Most self check this this self check moment is created by what? Pussy. <laughs> Best pussy ever peed. She gave you the shot of ass. Did you all take each other's virginity? Mine was taken. Yours was taken. Yeah. Now, speak a little louder, please. Mine was taken. Put the mic back up. Closer. <laughs> Yours mine, was taken. Mine was taken. So basically, you was acting a motherfucking fool yeah. while being a virgin. I, I filled can, up with... Wait, wait, wait. Let, wait, let, me, a, build, let a, me build this up now. A monkey. You was acting a monkey. Throwing food fights. Pilling bananas. Throwing them down. <laughs> letting bitches slip on them. <laughs> All because you were worked up and it didn't get that shot of ass until you were 17 years old. How old were you? What month was this? What month what month and year was this? First week of February. She cause it fucks her up because I, I remember the day. So it fucks her up. What's the date? Yeah, I can't yeah, that ain't gonna do all that. It's, you didn't already told the tale already, but man. The, but the thing is the I first her, week of February, what's the date? I tell her I got it in a week and a half. And she be like, no, nah. so I walk all the way through it. She was like, You remember that? I was like, How couldn't I remember it? How couldn't I remember? Everybody gonna remember when they got their first piece of anything. How long did it? How long did it take for you to bust? About seven pumps. This <laughs> <laughs> old wet. Yep. They had to tell my old dick, to, "Hey, just stay heavy, mellow. <laughs> just stay heavy." They can't so, uh, get what? No hot, no heat in the house. No heat. Gasoline, kerosene, or whatever. Kerosene, yeah. Dick was in the warmest spot in the whole house. Bombs. <laughs> Was anybody else at home? Nobody. Bombs. She, she, she walked. She walked me through that whole situation. Bombs. Whole situation. Did she know you was a virgin? No. I told her. I told her at the prom that I was. I was. I was wide open by then. I had the uh, what you call it? The shirt. I'm hers. She mine. Oh, oh, wow. the shirt. She, yeah, that fucked up. 
I, I've never dressed like that Damn. ever again since that day. But listen, it was so crazy. Uh-huh. I was like, you going on prom. So I told her this. She walked up to me like about three weeks later. And I see her walk with the two chicks I was, you know, like bullshitting with. The chick that used to play me and the chick that used to go with me that 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 fuck with my boy on okay. the side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So uh she walking up. So I'm I'm seeing them coming down the hall. You know how Father Hall look. So I ain't thinking this shit. I'm bullshitting, laughing and joking. Yeah, nigga, go to class, nigga, fuck you, this and that. We got gym, this and that. We're out the band. As they getting closer. As they getting closer, I see these faces got scrowls on them, you know, like they like real tight lipped and shit. Nigga, she was in the middle. She said, who you going on prom with? I said, you know I'm going on prom with you. Man, the mother two motherfuckers turned around so quick. And they was looking like, okay. I got you. <laughs> Nigga, I was, you talking about somebody scared to answer the phone, so she didn't have no phone. Uh-huh. I knew she wasn't calling. Right. We had no call ID. If that motherfucker phone didn't ring all fucking night, it I'm is. talking about to the, the wee hours of the night. You know how you turn the phone down? No cell phone error this time. No cell phone error. I'm talking about the cordless nope. phone that just light up. I didn't turn the ring all the way down. Only thing you had was call ID. You didn't have call ID, I right? I call, call ID. Only thing we had was back then. Three-way three, three three call. call. Right, that's it. Boy, my mama said, you ain't on the phone tonight. What's going on? <laughs> She know, she was like, you doing your, you doing your homework? What the fuck did happen? I was like, you ain't gonna believe this. I said, guess what happened today? Because so and so walked up to me with so and so and so and so and asked me who was going on prom. She said, oh yeah, what you say, Mister Mister Gigolo? I, was, I said, you don't have to tell her she was going on prom. Boy, she went right in there, and got on the phone with my auntie, I tell her. Yeah, his ass ain't, ain't a gigolo like he thought he was. <laughs> he told that girl he gonna take her on prom. Hold on, girl. Before I could get in there and tell her, don't answer the other line. Yeah, so and so want to talk to you. You know you like, hello. Oh, so that's what we doing. <laughs> you a coward. You ain't this. You ain't that. I say, I say, hold on, wait a minute. Every night we talk on the phone, and you would get to school, you act like you don't know me. Because you got this light-skinned nigga that's the transfer in the school, looking like a Chinese, and you, y'all the all this shit. So I said, now you see an old girl giving me the rhythm, and you see me with her, now you wants to, you know, you barking up my tree. I said, the other chick slept with my boy and burned him. So I said, so what the, what, what's, I said, y'all see me happy, y'all don't want that? G took me, he took me until, it, it took her until like two years ago to tell me she was in a miserable state and she wanted to just see me miserable at the same time. You the, know what I mean? The, 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 the girl that called you on the phone. Yeah, they, they, they was playing me. You know, we, we cool now. Right. We cool. She got a divorce and all this shit. So it took her all this time to tell me. I was like, see, that's the, that's the games that women play. That's the games that women play and that's the thing about it is, you know, these women play these fucking games and put us in these positions where wars start off, fights start off, niggas shoot each other and kill each other. It could be over popping pills. They jam us up with these damn, you know, and it's all sometimes, it's, a lot of times it's on us with these with our choices. But, you know what I'm saying? Like with, with the situation with Chris, we all jump to conclusions and saying this nigga's guilty because of his track record and everything. But 
A lot of women still mad at him for hitting. A lot of people still mad at him for hitting Rihanna. A lot of people still mad, period, about in and everything because they want to apply what happened to him, apply to what happened, what they seen in their lives and what they went through. I, look, I, I saw a video earlier today of a broad down there in Alabama beating the shit out of this nigga. Beating the shit. They all at the gas station together. That's what oh, I, I seen that. I seen that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. beat the shit out of this nigga. And I mean, I understood one hit. But she kept going on in front of Everybody. So then that gets me to one. He didn't do a damn thing. The man, the man felt so. I felt so helpless for him because I know if that was me, I would have swung back. I would have swung back. We would have been going at it. You I, understand what I'm saying? But so, that was one of the worst things I've seen ever. The guy didn't do shit. She was walking around stalking. I wouldn't have swung. I, I probably would have pushed her down. You got to snatch her out, snatch no, her ass out. That, that big bitch needed to get her ass smacked around in front of everybody, period. Body you don't slam. smack her. You just snatch the shit out of like you, like you fucking Shake a, a, a thought raw. You don't want to get her pregnant. You, just you see how big she was? Dick out. Huh? You see how big she was? I she had see a how belly. little that dude was. Going to get I mean, he, didn't, he, didn't, didn't, he did not want to do anything. He walked around. He kept walking around. And she kept going at it. Just going at it. Now, I got to ask both of y'all real quick. You think she's done that before to him? Yeah. Probably so. Nine times out of ten. But he probably just got some good morals, brought about some women, and he's not going to do that. He could have even been in a situation where he's seen a woman in his family be, you know, uh, abused. Yeah. And, you know, you probably got a daughter that he don't want that to happen to. Some guys believe in karma in, in, in a real way, and they don't want that to happen to them. So you got to understand, man, people got different different sets of morals about different things. And when they, when they, it's when you, a lot of people, like we saying what we with it did, when you get in that situation, that's when the, your morals really kick in. In that situation, that I would have took one hit, okay? I'll be honest with you. I'll take one hit. I'm going to be like, look, you better calm your ass down. But the pushing, the, he- uh, uh, the pulling of the head, the smacking around still, and in front of everybody, in front of everybody, to keep on going. That video was at least about a minute or so, a minute plus long. The bitch kept going. She would have been laid out. Sorry, but she would have been laid out. It's certain time. It's the time and place for everything, and it's certain times where you should not go over. You shouldn't step over that boundary. Motherfuckers need to quit putting themselves dumbass positions. You I agree with you. I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. Really? Like you said, Chris put himself in that position for her to sit up and say she was right, or or, or you know, in that situation she was right. But the thing about it is, we all everybody jumped to conclusions to think and said. Well, because of the past history and the dislike to do such. I remember one time, point in time, uh, Jamie Foxx was mentoring her. Everybody's probably mentor, tried to mentor him. Go ahead. But you need that one person that's really, that you look up to. And you totally, you got you got like 100% respect for this person. Probably not for the for the black delegation, is, is that's probably somebody like Farrakhan, you know. And if you not don't have a mental case like well, Farrakhan's been talking to R. Kelly now. Yeah, but mental. It's mental. 
You can you can talk to that nigga to you blue in the face. You got to break him down all the way back down to R. Kelly probably hasn't grown past the last time he was molested, whatever age that was, 13, 14. He's 52 years old, but mentally he's 13 or 14 because he never got out of that that age frame. When you to hear him talk about him licking a cup of coffee what his mama used to taste because her lipstick was on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know this nigga that he hasn't really grown. You know, so, wait, say that again. I'm just trying to wrap my head around what you said about the coffee. It's, 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 some, it's, some, oh. it's just some of the dumbest shit you ever want to hear in your life, but he explained how the, his mother used to take them to get her coffee and then a Danish in the morning. Split it up. For, they used to have to split the Danish between him and his brothers and his sister. And she would taste her coffee. She'd leave her lipstick around it. And this nigga would try to taste the lipstick and she would leave on the <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. So, like, this is the type of person you're dealing with on a daily basis. But he has, because of his musical gift and his talent, he's over guys that are much more inclined with common sense than he is. You understand what I'm saying? So he's leading them and telling them what they can and can't do. And these women, you know what I'm saying? So you you get in you get you put yourself in that position. I can't put myself in that position. Like my boy was actually getting gems for this nigga, flying around the country getting gems so they could play ball and shit. And I was like, man, no, you don't want to do that shit. I said, man, he's not gonna give you a dime. I said he's not gonna give you a dime. He's like Oh man, this is R. Kelly, this and that. So he, you know, he he called me like, "Hey man, we was just in Philly, man. He took me to a meet and greet, this and that. He he pulled me in, walked me in the room, and number bitches, this and that." I was like, "Yeah," he was like, "Yeah." They five bad bitches too. I'm like, "All right." So he went to the next town. Like, man, we was in D.C. tonight. It was it was bitches everywhere. We went to the meet and greet, this and that. He said I was talking to a chick. The dude walked over to me like, "Hey, every bitch in for rob." Unless you get her information to get a him, to get a me, to get a rod. I'm gonna try to get her information. Mm. He was like, What? <laughs> I was like, I told you. I done been around them niggas. And I done seen them niggas be gophers. And unless you wanna be a gopher for a motherfucker, that and that's usually what people do is surround themselves around a bunch of gophers to keep their ego as high as they can keep it. Okay. Unless you Got somebody mentoring you, like uh, like Brooke Payne. When when I seen when them boys come here, nobody's backstage. They don't have all that shit backstage. Ain't no brawls. Ain't no nothing. They do a meet and greet before the show. After that, it's over with. Ain't none of they crew with them. Ain't no all these niggas here with us and this and that because they tried that shit before and it ain't, it ain't happen. Right. So that's what niggas egos come in. Like, Mike got his 10 guys. Jamal, you got your 12 guys. I got my 15 guys. Now we all in this nigga ear telling him, hey, man, when y'all was saying this and this and that on the stage, it was bitches over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we're going to eliminate all that. I need these four niggas back here, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, and now another soul. Okay. You know, so Chris Brown has to get that in his circle. He has to get that one chief that, that it's only it's only one chief, everybody else is Indians. He's twenty you know he's twenty seven, twenty eight years old though. Yeah, I mean you gotta get that out your system. He's been doing this shit for for sixteen. I think a lot of new artists need need to do that. Yeah, but it's hard when you got the internet and they blowing up and these record companies just pushing them out there to get that money. 
Okay. And you're being used. Real quick, give me a rewind. Yeah. Yeah, sift through this shit real quick. Um, your thoughts about both of you all's thoughts about um the Indian and the uh the MAGA hat wears. The MAGA kids, real quick. Well, the MAGA kids is going to the White House. Yeah. He offered them to come to the White House. Yeah. And there was some Hebrews out there too that day. Yeah. There was six of them. Yep. Them kids didn't fuck with them. Not at all. They knew what you the know, fuck. Did you, hear, did you hear about it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the black Hebrew Israelites? Yeah. With them froze and them scrowls on their face? Let's leave these niggas alone. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> Let's go over here to this old ass Indian over here with this drum tambourine and fuck with him. We, I can smile on his face. This nigga might eat me like a lion that's in a zoo and been locked up for 200 years. I got to get, I got to leave them a fuck alone. They not dumb, but this is the power that the leader of the free world gives them with these MAGA hats. See, they got the MAGA hats on. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Milano said the MAGA hat is like the, is the new white hood. Yeah, it's the new white hood. But you know what? It's just revealing the face. Instead of just seeing the eyes, you see the face in her. The, the, That's some cold ass shit that he just said, honestly. Yeah. Bombs. Say it again, man. Instead of just seeing the eyes, now you see in the face now. You got you got a face to go with the racism that they that they're portraying. So now instead of make America great again, great again, let's make Chatham great again. Let's make 79th Street great again. Let's make Eaglewood great again. Let's make the black race great again. Let's let me, let's let's make us great again with some blue hats. Let me let me let me say this. Um, what I took exception to um, about that whole situation, Israelites could have spoke and said what they had to say. The Indian had his right. The MAGA kids had their right to wear their hats and do whatever they want to say, period. The problem I had, sound guy, Magic Mike, and I said this in a, on a Facebook post, and I've been going back and forth arguing with uh, uh, non-blacks about it. You don't stare down an elder. You don't no. stare or smirk at an elder. And you've been taught that. And they, 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 they taught us that in slavery, right? Yeah. Right? Right. So that's what's been taught to him, to stare that person down. That shit come from home. That comes. That shit come from within. Your friendly confines of your own home. So so he's used to challenging yeah. his mother or, or whoever, the, 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 the male that's inside in that family or whatever, and she hired a, you know, she's, she's like the vice president of Fidelity. And she hired a PR firm from Louisville, Kentucky, and everything like that, because they're all from Kentucky. Yeah. And they've been getting revealed for- COVID's in Kentucky. Yeah. They're getting revealed for what they are, but you don't stare down no man and smirk in his face at all, period. You know, like, That's a challenge. That, to me, that's like you said, try me. You know, you know who should have been out there? Them boys that was over there in Eaglewood that day telling the police to blow that bitch. Let that bitch blow. They should have been there. They also should have been at the bike thing for MLK in Miami when the white boy pulled that gun yeah. on there. Because one of the one of the kids rolled over a lady's foot, so she so it's another white guy comes to her defense and he got a gun. He's calling me fucking niggers, fucking ignorant niggers. You saw that one? Listen, oh, yeah, see that one. That's the that's where them boys should have been. Mark, we ain't scared of no guns. Mark Bartlett. 
Yeah. Right, say that again. Mark Bartlett. Yeah. Right. Listen. He pulled out a gun and walked around with the gun. Um, for an MLK event, biking for MLK uh, peace event. Yeah. So whatever, biking uh, instead of guns, put the bike, ride bikes or whatever, period. Um, Them boys that told the police to blow that bitch should have been there. But you, you like once again, in our culture, yeah, in our culture, that's what, and that's what I said in the post, sound guy, magic. I said in our culture, Israelites or Israelites and Indians are not sneezing in the shirt. Um, Israelites or Indians are not. You don't stare. You don't look a man. You don't stare down an elder, and smirk in his fucking face. No. You don't do that in our culture. You do it. So it was. So they were saying it was. Okay, it was okay for the Israelites to incite and everything. I said the Israelites kept distance. You you noticed the video? If you watched the whole minute and forty five second video, the Israelites kept distance from the Indians. They were attacked. They, they Israelites were attacking everybody verbally, but they kept distance, and they were surrounded by the MAGA kids. One of the MAGA kids said something about it's not it, it, it's not rape if you enjoy it. Yeah, that's the that's what got me. It's not rape if you enjoy it. Yeah. So you got you got to have a father out there who's who's had a relative that's been raped. Where were the adults at? Exactly. Where were the MAGA kids adults at? Of course they had high school, right? So they should have had some chaperones, right? Right. Where were they at? Probably somewhere getting their dicks up. Pop it. Bombs. If, if not, somewhere sucking a dick. Bombs. <laughs> Here we go. How much time I got? Cool. Um, dating the ex-con jailed in the nineties for selling drugs. Magic Mike, sound guy. He hid money before jail, and he's good to me. Issue. His clothes are condom tight. He just found out Prince died and cried for days. My kin shames me because they think he's slow. I think he's just been in jail so long. Help. Yeah, he's uh, he's trying to get with the times because uh, the kids' clothes are tight now. You know, that's the new thing, the tight clothes. He has that money. Prince probably really affecting him. You know what I mean? Shit, when I heard the man say Michael Jackson was dead on CNN that day, that fucked me con- completely up. Only reason why I didn't drop a tear because I was in the barber shop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Certain shit will fuck you up. So, you know, he, he been in jail for a long time. Is, is he fucking you right, baby? <laughs> Bombs! Right, right. Here we go. That's yeah. a key point right there. Yeah. He got the money. He got some. He got a little culture sense about himself. If you fucking in the ass all the time, uh, probably got a little bit too much dip on the chip, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my 25-year-old daughter, who I spent money on modeling school, music lessons, etc., decided that she wants to be a boxer. Sound guy, Mike. Lost her first amateur fight. Teeth knocked loose. That cost me even more money. Magic Mike. How to explain to her that she has no future in the ring? Sometimes you got to let a kid keep running to the fucking wall. You just be like, hey, that's a wall. Down my ass, you ain't going to go through that. Stop spending money on her. Let her get fucked up. Let her go back and realize her own mistakes. Like, some kids, you can't force them. She probably didn't want to be a model no more because she didn't want to do that shit no more. She didn't want to be prissy. 
You know what I mean? She, that modeling shit is, is she probably want to eat, gain some weight, eat a guy or two. <laughs> Suck a dick or something. <laughs> yeah, there we go. My favorite thing. Go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on that one? No, I Boyfriend used to brag about used to brag about me. Wants me to be his wife, etc. Then his friends his friends' toilet broke, and the company sent me to fix it. That's how he found out I'm a plumber, not a teacher. Now he won't eat my cooking. Says I smell like shit. His mama disses me, etc. Advice. Man, I have more broken toilets for you to fix. You stay working, bitch. You you be a a toilet wax ring putting down, <laughs> <laughs> plunging over. This <laughs> <laughs> you gonna pay for this wedding? Bombs! Yeah, I'm gonna teach you, goddamn it! I'm gonna teach you about line, goddamn plumber. I'll lay the pipe around. How the fuck she? How the fuck he, he wants her? To, he thinks she a teacher. And he want to get married to her and shit. And she think he think he a, she's a teacher all this time, and he a, she's a plumber. Man, you know how many ladies think I'm a fireman? But listen, Bombs! <laughs> the jokes is real. Go ahead. <laughs> Just gotta 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 keep your shit up. Last one. Last one. Shout out to Sound Guy Mike. Give me a hand claps on that. Here we go. <laughs> Sound guy Mike, Magic Mike. I'm a white Iraq veteran and dating a Haitian woman. I love her. She's awesome except for the ra- her rages. She caught me texting another woman and hid my prosthetic hand from me for a week. <laughs> we reconciled, but I'm worried about my safety if I do leave. Help! Get you another hand, boy. (laughs) 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 A backup hand? Yeah, you gotta. You know what you gotta do? What? I'd have told that bitch that you hide the hand to feed you. (laughs) 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 Fuck is wrong with you? I got that. Give me my hand. I got a hip hop concert to go to tonight. <laughs> you know they're gonna tell me to wave my hand in the air. Wave like I just don't care. <laughs> Reasonable <laughs> Ignorance Podcast, episode one hundred eighty. <laughs> Wu Tang here tonight, bitch. I gotta wave my hand in there. <laughs> they say wave my hand out of nub, bitch. Just wrong with you. Hey. <laughs> Hey, man. Take us out, Magic. <laughs> if it is to be, it's to be to me. <laughs> May y'all all live 100 years plus a day so I won't know that great people like y'all passed away. And look, may you live as long as you want, never want as long as you live. I love all y'all, man. Keep listening, man. Y'all enjoy this. It's going to be 30 below Friday. I wish a nigga would tell me he going to get a ball here. I appreciate all y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> so much love. Bye.